You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Ben, why should anybody listen to Blockbuster Mentality? I mean, seriously, why should any of these people that we've interrupted while they're listening to their favorite podcast check us out or even turn off this show and go straight to our show? That's a great question, Dave. People should listen to us because we point out the most important details of movies and television. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the really important stuff like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in Star Wars. What exactly are their living quarters underground? But it's not just that, Ben. We produce high quality audio that is exactly right Dave because we will have my daughter interrupt us on every single episode <laughs> and we have an amazing stars in popcorn rating system we measure on quality and entertainment value listen to blockbuster mentality every Monday on all major podcast platforms and connect with us on Twitter at blockbustercast so grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys at the movies The future comes, and now my watch begins. It shall not end until my death. I shall miss no game, withhold no news, report all rumors. I shall wear no jerseys, and plead allegiance to no side. I shall live and die on my webpage. I am the word in the darkness. I am the watcher of the TV. I am the megaphone that informs the realms of geek. I pledge my hands and name to the Geeks Watch, for the Geeks and all the Geeks to come. Welcome everybody back to the next shift on the Geeks Watch. This is shift 137. That's oh right. God. If you're if you're keeping track at home on your game cards this week. We are going to be talking about Stranger Things Season 3, Episode 5, as we get back into it. And guess what? We have news. News from Comic-Con. Oh. John, is there anything you're excited about? Everything. Everything. Jess, what do you think? Thor. Thor. And Steven. <laughs> she took mine. <laughs> <laughs> this is an all-Thor podcast all the time. It's all we're going to be talking about, folks. So just get, st- sit down, strap in, and grab your Molniers. Uh, all right, John, put it away. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> First thing we want to talk about, though, is New York City Council has approved, no, voted, mm-hmm. voted to name a street in Bronx, uh, what is it, University Street or something like that? Yeah. University Avenue between Brant Place and West 176th Street. I've never been to New York. These numbers mean absolutely nothing to me. But it's going to be called Stanley Way as long as the mayor approves it. How does everybody feel about that? I mean, is the Bronx specific to Stanley? Does anybody know? Nope. That's where Captain America's from. That's right. He is from the Bronx. (laughs) So, I mean, also Jenny from the block. Yeah, that's true too. (laughs) Steven, thoughts? uh, I I think uh, RIP to everyone who isn't aware of the new or old name when they're using their GPS because they're going to tell them <laughs> it's the wrong name. And you're like, what the fuck? Where's that stupid Stanley Way? I'm pretty sure people don't, uh, from everything I know from from TV and movies, people don't drive in New York. It's all walking and mass transit, so you don't have to worry about that. True. The ways are all, all the cars just like. Oh, those are just people parked there. 
They just parked in the middle <laughs> of the streets. The, and people were always filming, so it just causes traffic back up everywhere. Like <laughs> people drive in the Bronx, though, because isn't the Bronx like kind of a suburb area? I, I, I have no clue. None whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> it's all just one big place that exists and doesn't exist to me at the same time. It reminds me of Soylent Green when all those people are living in their cars. I still haven't seen Soylent Green. Oh, my gosh. I've never seen it. Well, you have, what, 120-something days of movies still to That's go? That's true. I still... Put it on the list. I'll just throw a bunch of old movies in on the list for the last, like, three months because yeah. it's all that people give me. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, yes, Stanley is getting in a street named after him in his beloved Bronx. That's going to be the new status symbol. It's like, oh, you have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I have my own street, motherfucker. <laughs> and not just anywhere, in New York City. Yeah. Spawn. Was anybody looking forward to this Todd McFarlane, Jamie Foxx's Spawn movie? Jeremy Renner was no. supposed to be a cop, in, or supposed to be the detective in this. Like, is, was anybody looking forward to it? No. 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 I was curious no. about it being an R, but that's it. Oh. So, uh, and, and Todd McFarlane, you know, described it as Spawn was going to be the Jaws. So, like, you weren't going to see him all that much. The movie was going to follow this detective that Jeremy Renner was going to play. Spawn was going to be the the scary ghost in the background that just killed people. Well, guess what? As at the moment, it's not happening. Aww. Wait, He's, how did... Wah, wah. The, so we talked about this way. You said the reason that it wasn't happening was because they needed money, right? Correct. If they're not going to show the, the single thing that would need the most special effects throughout the whole movie, how little of a shit do production companies give about this movie? They still wouldn't give them enough money to point cameras at people. Well, the thing is, it. it was going to be made by uh, Blumhouse or Boomhouse. Oh, there you go. So mm. they already want to put little as little money as possible that's their whole business strategy mm-hmm. is to to put as little yeah. money as possible and make as much money as possible well, i mean i guess that's every movie studio yeah. but they do it uh, usually pretty well um and they from, still couldn't get enough money i mean i still couldn't get camera. enough money <laughs> <laughs> i mean you probably paid a lot of money just for jb fox alone so that's fair so when he uh he he he's gone to he said during his san diego comic-con panel he said that he's probably going to go try and throw it up on kick kickstarter so everybody wait for that one see if it happens i don't think it's gonna go anywhere has anybody has anybody watched any movie that has been made because of a kickstarter yet i've watched two i don't think so i watched the super troopers re uh sequel and veronica mars movie oh i did see veronica mars movie okay how did you feel about that in compared to the show, um, I actually hadn't seen the show, so oh, there you go. But I thought it was a pretty solid movie. Okay, yeah. I, I just thought the movie felt like three episodes thrown together. Y- yeah, it <laughs> did have that. Like I could tell it was based off of a show, yeah. but I still like enjoyed watching mm-hmm. it. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, and the Super Troopers movie was just Super Troopers too. Like I love the first movie, but it just they kind of just did the same thing. Mm. Uh, have you watched any movies that were created from a Kickstarter? I think I watched the documentary, The Death and Return of Superman. Or, no, The Death of Superman Lives. Oh, okay. Oh. Was that... I didn't know Schnepp did a Kickstarter for that. I think he did, yeah. Oh, all right. That makes sense. Uh, would you be excited to watch this movie at all if it gets put together through Kickstarter? Uh, no. Spawn's not... I don't know a lot about it. <laughs> it's if the trailer very 90s. nails me, then I'll... <laughs> yeah. Oh. The spikes and I like chains. Jeremy Renner, so... Jeremy if Renner's good. going to play the detective... Probably end up going to see it somehow in some way or form. In some form, yeah. But I'm not like, oh yeah, make the Spawn movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well that's that's uh, the possibilities with Spawn going on right now. Tom McFarlane's still wanting to direct it himself, so we'll see. Spawn's like the Poochie of comic books. 
So, one of the big surprises at San Diego Comic Con, well, at least for me, and I feel like other people, was that during the Terminator Dark Fate panel, at the very end of it, since it's a Paramount production, mm. Tom Cruise came out and introduced the first trailer for Tom, Top Gun Maverick, which, to me... It's cool that he just showed up and surprised everybody, but the, the trailer isn't anything. It's literally just like, hey, you know how cool Maverick is? Hype. He's still cool. All the <laughs> hype. Hype. Because it really doesn't tell you anything about what the movie's about. It's just like, hey, you did all these cool things 20, 30 years ago, but you're still just a, a captain. Why is that? And everybody's like, yeah, why is that? Why and that's is it. That? Flying. <laughs> Jets. Because Ooh, I fly. Celebration. Ooh, hot chick. Ooh. <laughs> Hey, do you remember this thing that happened in the first can, movie? Can they force promotions on you? Like, what do you mean? Like, oh, uh, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, so then maybe I he just so. does things to... Uh, oh, looks like we lost Steven. I don't know oh. if we actually lost him or not. Are you there? Yeah, he's there. there. Oh, <laughs> the screen just went black, so uh, we were afraid. I mean, the only other thing I know about in fiction is like you can get demoted, like Captain Kirk gets demoted from Admiral to Captain, and that's how he remains a Captain well into his 60s. But Tom Cruise, I don't know what they're doing here. Maybe he just keeps fucking things up so they he can't get promoted. Well, he's reckless. That's why he's yeah, Maverick. he's reckless, and you don't want somebody who's reckless leading people. <laughs> but he doesn't want to lead anyway. He just wants to fly. Yeah, I think that's the whole point, that's though. It's like, thing. why... It's obvious why. Like, you don't need to... Either way. I mean, he yeah. should just be working for, like, an air show or something at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah. He should he just be ceremonial. That. Yeah. Well, just... I mean, the end of the trailer does kind of hint at, like, hey, we don't really have people flying planes anymore. It's all drone stuff. Mm -hmm. So you need to get with the program. So I'm guessing that's what the, the movie is going to be about. Yeah. Like, I heard that before. Human but... versus machine. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Wasn't there already a movie gonna be, like it's gonna that? Be Jocks. It's going to be <laughs> Stealth. Do you remember that movie? Yeah. Jamie Fox, yeah. Uh, Another seven, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Biel movie. Jessica Biel and, uh, and uh, oh man, that one dude that doesn't do movies anymore. Michael Sarah? Nope. He's not famous <laughs> anymore. I don't know. I remember. Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's by choice that he doesn't do movies anymore. Um, so, the one of the reasons why. The, the big hiatus or production went down on Top Gun Maverick for so long was because apparently as Tom Cruise told Conan O'Brien on his show after showing this trailer, I wanted everybody to be able to fly their own F whatever fighter jet. So I don't know if it's the F-35s. I want to say those are the newest fighter jets. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, he made them go through, like, I'm sure he actually went up and learned how to fly one, but he made everybody else go through the rigorous training of, like, withstanding G-forces and all that stuff, so. That sounds so fun, though. I mean, but still. But like, at the same do time, it. do you stop production? Yeah. I mean, it's Tom Cruise, so he can, I guess. I mean, like. I guess. But I think he, he wanted to make sure they could go through because, I mean, some people really can't handle no, G-Force yeah. and they'll, like, they'll pass out, they'll throw up. But at the, like, but then why do you have to do it? Because they're not going to feel that G-Force when they're acting. Like. <laughs> That's the whole point of acting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, 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 it's how I feel about Leonardo DiCaprio getting an award for that last movie that he did. It's like, Reverend you didn't it? act. You were genuinely that cold. You were <laughs> genuinely inside a horse carcass or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Eating raw fish. Yeah. Like, calm down, dude. Calm <laughs> down. Well, that's what Daniel Day-Lewis always does. He always gets all method. 
And then it was yeah, what? It's Olivia. No, uh, Lawrence Olivier, who was like, you should try acting sometime. Like when he said that to somebody <laughs> oh, on, yeah. on set. Dustin yeah. Hoffman. <laughs> was it to Dustin Hoffman? Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah. So that's that story. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, I can't imagine Miles Teller showing up on set and being like, I have to learn how to do what now? I have to go, I have to go do what? I have to get uh, a what machine? <laughs> I was like, you learned how to drum. You can fly a plane. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Uh, same thing. It's same same there's there's same. the pedals. You move your arms. <laughs> you scream a lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so then also what happened this week was Spider-Man Far From Home. It surpassed a billion dollars in the worldwide box office. Is anybody during surprised? No, it wasn't during the panel. <laughs> this was it was. No, that was that was the in-game. In-game went past Avatar during. Oh, the panel. okay, okay. I'm sorry. Spider-Man like, what? just they no. had a live tally going on. Like, Here it comes. <laughs> But yes, uh, was any, is anybody surprised that Far From Home surpassed a billion dollars? No. 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 That was, was pretty good. Pretty solid movie. I think especially with its ties to the other MCU movies and what it means for the next phase of MCU movies, it's it's. I can see a lot of people yeah. showing up to it afterwards or rewatching and stuff like that. Yeah. And then <laughs> like with what happened after the credits, I think people that weren't going to initially go and wait when they heard that, they probably were like, okay, I got to go see that. Yeah, we need to go see this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, what was, uh, so there was that rumor that the contract between Sony and Disney for the Marvel Studios being able to write and tell the story of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. uh, was that if the second Spider-Man movie in the MCU didn't pass a billion dollars, they would have to sever their, uh, relationship and Sony would take care of Spider-Man by themselves because they still mm-hmm. own the movie rights. Yeah. Obviously, it was, it was actually for either of them, from what I understand. What do you mean? Like either of the first two? Because oh. uh, the first one didn't cross a billion. I didn't know that. I thought it was just had to be the second one. No, it was. It, it was if either of them did it. Like they had this contract for three, and if um, the first couple didn't, then they got to sever, cut it. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I, I did. So did the first one pass a billion dollars? I mean, I, it might have by now, but it wasn't. It wasn't inside those terms, whatever the exact wording of them was. Mm. Hmm. So yeah, I didn't know if this was a true thing or not, but if it is, it it, it surpassed. It's we're gonna get a third MCU Spider-Man movie. After that, who knows? But I'm excited because of how the second Spider-Man movie ended. Mm-hmm. To, yeah. to see what else they do with Tom Holland. Agreed. Any predictions on what, how else they're going to use Tom Holland in the MCU, John? I mean, besides Spider-Man, besides he could Spider-Man. cameo probably with uh, Fantastic Four once they finally introduce them, which they haven't announced anything. I know we'll go into more detail about that slate here, but mm-hmm. um, it's very telling what they didn't announce for the upcoming phase. That's true. So we don't know where that's going. But uh, I could definitely see him still popping up here and there the way that some of the other characters have kind of shown up. And uh, be interesting to see what they do with them. Anybody thinking they'll do a future? Because they said they aren't going to do any Avengers movies in the future, like not anytime soon. But any other team up movies? Does anybody see that still happening? Like the end of Phase two, Four will have like some type of weird team up movie. I feel like that could happen, and they've proven that it's successful. So people like to see team ups. Yeah. I'm still waiting for uh, Secret Wars. Yeah. I feel like I heard that Tom Holland is contracted to play Spider-Man in like seven other films. They didn't say Spider-Man films, but... Yeah. But it might have depended on this, but... And I can't remember where I heard that from. 
the main thing was uh, three like main films and then three appearances. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So and then the, this is... the um the box office for Homecoming was eight hundred and eighty point two million. Oh, so they didn't oh. it didn't cross a billion. Mm-mm. Wow. I think because at the time that that Spider Man came out, it was so fresh after the Andrew Garfield Spider Mans that people were like true done with. Mm-hmm. I feel like it just didn't come out so at the right time. Then if it's three main movies and three cameos, does that mean he already got his three cameos out of the way with Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame? Uh from what I understand. Oh. Hmm. I'm sure I'm sure he they re upped his contract though. So Oh yeah. And Tom yeah. Holland wants to do it. He I think Tom Holland said he would play Spider Man until he dies. Which you know what would <laughs> be like fine. Oh, right, I'd be fine with the old man Spider Man. Because I want to, I do. I want a Spider Man to grow up. I want him to be the teacher or you know a scientist yeah. or something like. I'd just, love to see that. Uh, okay, so Steven said it earlier, uh, kind of. Avengers Endgame during their San Diego Comic Con Marvel panel surpassed Avatar for number one movie in the box office in the world Woo. of all time. Yeah. Disney beat Disney. Disney beat Disney. <laughs> I mean, Although, to be fair, they didn't own Avatar when it came out. Yeah. They didn't own it till after. Exactly. And Zoe Saldana is in both. And Zoe Saldana is in both. That's right. That's the secret. <laughs> you need Zoe. I don't know. Those Star Trek movies and the losers didn't do all that great. Uh, yeah, center stage was pretty good. <laughs> center stage is really good. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's little known that, that people don't know that center stage made a billion dollars in the box office as well. <laughs> It weird. should have. It really should have. <laughs> uh, but James Cameron, after it passed, um, if you remember, after it passed for t- Titanic, he put out a little infograph of Avengers being the, the the iceberg that took out the Titanic, and now it's uh, he put out a little infograph of of Iron Man with all the floaty things from Avatar, from Pandora, fl- flying around and saying congratulations and way to go, and I see you, Marvel. So James Cameron's all happy about it, I James- guess. Cameron's gonna be making films with Disney anyway. They've got right. like five avatars. That's right. <laughs> He's got more avatar movies coming out. So, which is a a, a, Mar- a D- uh, Marvel a Disney property at this point. So. I'm wondering if they're kind of sort of using it as hype for Avatar two because that's supposedly right now kind of sort of risky move for Disney to make a sequel for Avatar when people really don't remember Avatar that well, <sighs> other than the blue people. Yeah, it's on weird. The planet. It, it, it's weird to have that a sequel to that that movie for so long afterwards. Yeah. But I can only imagine that it he's gonna do something. I mean, I know there's a lot of hate for Avatar right now, but when that movie came out, it was it was astonishing. It, it was the way it looked was great. Story wise, yeah, it's pretty simple. Everybody People knows were killing themselves, hoping yeah. to be reincarnated as Navi. I and mean, they do. Are they? Were they? Yeah. Yes. Oh that, yeah. That was reported happening. Okay. Yeah. People were obsessive about the movie, and I've been to the Avatar Land. Have you? Pandora and Disney, and it is amazing, and it has like the best ride I've ever been on, which is the flight of the Avatar, and it's <laughs> it's just utterly you- um like you're. It's the first ride where I've been like, oh, I am flying right now. <laughs> like, it's the first ride that I, went I heard something. fully just in. Like, I was, oh, I loved it. I cannot. I can't even, like, put words to it how amazing that <laughs> ride is. I heard about, like, you, like, feeling, like, the heat of breath in you one do. part. You do. You feel it. There. It's like you're, you know, kind of like when, if you've ever ridden a horse, you kind of, like, feel the horse move between your legs because you're kind of riding it like a mm-hmm. horse. You're in kind of the saddle thing. And you have a back brace and you have leg brace and the leg brace is pulses against you. Like, the thing is moving beneath you. And when you fall, you feel like you're falling and it's just, 
it's screen beneath you, above you. They have mist spraying in your face. And it's just, the smells so amazing. The sounds are great. It's just, you're in it. It's amazing. I was like, okay. And this, <laughs> I loved that ride. <laughs> Avatar movie, I was like, eh, it's cool. It's really pretty. That ride. <laughs> I would wait two hours <laughs> to go on that ride. I loved it. So that was the thing during the dark, the Terminator Dark Fate panel. Uh, it started off with uh, James Cameron showing up via satellite on the big screen saying, hey, I'm on set of Avatar 2, 3, 4, and 5 right now filming. Just wanted to say, everybody, congratulations on, on getting Terminator made. I'm really happy about it. Edward Furlong's coming back. And that was a big surprise because no one knew that Edward Furlong was coming back for the movie. Or still alive. <laughs> or that he was still alive or relevant or, you know, whatever. But uh, he hasn't been in any of the trailers. So I, I think that's kind of telling that his character's probably... John Carter's not, not long for this world anymore. <laughs> well, what if they're just playing at the opposite of Terminator 2? That's the trailers. Yeah. Oh, that's your oh, okay. Give things away. Yeah. Or even the last Terminator movie, we already knew the one guy had like, had a thing going on. Yeah. The Genesis, where that John Connor was a, ends up being the Terminator because mm -hmm. they gave it away in the trailer, which was terrible. Hey, you either yeah. die a hero or, or live, live long, long enough, enough to become the villain. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Avatar. They're working on it. I'm excited for those movies. Will they be good? I have no clue, but I'm gonna watch them. Uh, all right. So. Is there any other Mar or uh, San Diego Comic-Con news that anybody wants to talk about before we get into the Marvel stuff? Marvel Cinematic Universe, it is. So <laughs> Kevin Feige came out with a, a blank slate on the screen. It didn't say what the projects were, it just gave dates, and then we started filling them out. So we have Hawk or I'm sorry, we have Black Widow, May 1st, 2020. Uh, Eternals November 6th, 2020. Um WandaVision will be a TV show on Disney Plus spring of 2021. Loki is a show on Disney Plus spring of 2021. Hawkeye is uh, a TV show on Disney Plus fall of 2021. The Falcon and Winter Soldier is a TV series on Disney Plus uh, fall of 2020. February 12, 2021 is Shang-Chi and the Legend the of the Rings. Rings of the Ten Rings. The Legend of the Ten yeah. Rings, yeah. Um Doctor Strange and in the Multiverse of Madness is May 7, 2021. Summer of 2021 is a new TV series on Disney Plus called What If. It's animated. It will have a lot of returning actors to do the voices of their characters. Mm -hmm. And then November 5th, 2021 will be Love and Thunder or Thor Love and Thunder, the third, yeah. fourth Thor movie. Bringing Ow. back Taika Waititi, Natalie Portman, mm -hmm. Chris Hemsworth, and Tessa Thompson to end. I don't know if it's actually ending Phase 4 or not. I, I didn't really... I, everything I read, didn't, I don't know if he said that was the end or it was just that well, this is what we're going to give you right now. Because I think they're going to make more announcements at D23. Yeah, they definitely are. Yeah. Yeah. They're holding off. Yeah, they have to be. Because yeah. as John said earlier, they didn't quite say stuff about other things that we were expecting to see in phase four we didn't get a black panther 2 mm -hmm. we didn't get a uh spider-man 3 we didn't get a captain marvel 2 um yeah so i mean those are all guardians movies of the you, galaxy guardians of the, oh, galaxy, guardians 3. Of the galaxy 3 we had james gunn come out and talk about that he says I, I just can't make it yet because i'm doing suicide squad so as soon as that's over we're gonna get right to work on it so any speculation on any of these movies i mean we we I mean, or we can just get into right when they what they said in the panels. I mean, I like the idea of if it does happen for Thor to be the end of that phase because of what happens in that comic. Like, I, I would be very curious to see that be the thing that kicks off whatever the next phase of things is. Okay. Okay. 
So if that's the end, what is it that happens in the the Jane Foster Thor comic, the Almighty Thor? Wait, you, you admitted say the things that happen in there? I'm okay with saying them. I just don't, like I don't think it's really I don't want any spoilers for people. I, or I, anything. I, I, that's not crazy. I think you can mention it without crazy spoiling it because I mean it, you well, already know they've already announced that Jane Foster is going to be Thor. Yeah, and I just think but, that with it's not even that stuff though because like that that was the big thing in the beginning of that comic, yeah. but then there was stuff with like Malekith later on, uh, uh, and where they pop between realms and stuff later on. Don't we also get to mm-hmm. find out the origin of Mjolnir too? Like you get to learn mm-hmm. it has it's has a mind of its own or something like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because well, it yeah. chose. We'll get to that when we get to Thor. So let's talk about Black Widow first. <laughs> <laughs> Black Widow. Uh, they showed footage from the movie. That's stuff that wouldn't go. They didn't. They didn't get past San Diego Comic Con. That was only for people yeah. there. Uh, but from what has been described, you get to see Taskmaster fighting Black Widow. We don't really know who uh, Task, who's playing Taskmaster, or who isn't, or any of that. We do know that David Harbor is going to be playing a character by the name of Red Guardian, which is the Russian version of Captain America. In the, yeah, in the complex. He's Nikolai. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Which is funny that he's playing a Russian guy in this movie with the, what we see happening in Stranger <laughs> Things season three. Um, uh, any ideas of what this Black Widow movie is going to be about? Does anybody have any ideas? Is it, is it why is, why is, is it in uh, the past? It's, yeah, it's in Budapest. Uh-huh. I know it's in Budapest. It has to be. I know yeah. they do go to Budapest. I think there's definitely going to be flashbacks. I don't think the movie takes place in the past, though. Well, where would it take? But the end game. Exactly. Where would it take? <laughs> exactly. It's a clone. That's what I'm it's thinking. A clone. I there's, think she's gonna be cloned. There's a whole lab full like Alice's from the Resident That's Evil exactly movie. Exactly what just happened in the comic books. Yeah. If you're gonna have uh, a backup oh. whenever one's killed, oh, dispatch the next Black Widow. Yep. And she gets her memories downloaded into her, and she doesn't remember that she died. Yeah. So I, I want but, it to be that, and then we just get a new actress because Scarlett Johansson is causing way too many problems right now. <laughs> My wife doesn't cause problems, okay? Ooh. Wait, are you cheating on Gina Carano? Yes. <laughs> and Kristen Bell. <laughs> you dog you. Uh, was there anything else going on with uh, Black Widow that anybody wanted to talk about? Okay. I'm happy. I, wait, I, I'm just happy. I, I, I want, <laughs> I wanted to ask one question. Okay. How many times have you guys been talking to someone about Black Widow and they've gone, yeah, no, no, with, and with, with Scarlet, I mean, Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> they want to say Scarlet something because of her first name. Right. Scarlet Johansson, Black Widow. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I guess when I when I talk about Scarlet Witch and, and Scarlet Johansson, I kind of get those mixed up sometimes. Yeah. But other than that, you can call her Scarlet Spider. Uh, it becomes a whole different character. A whole different yeah. character. <laughs> I, I, I've called it that a couple times. <laughs> uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier TV show. We know that Daniel Brühl is going to be coming back as Baron Zemo from Civil War. Um, I can't remember the actress's name that played Sharon Carter uh, in. Oh, Van Pelt. Emily Van Pelt. Van Camp. Sorry. She is going to be playing uh, Agent Carter again. So I guess with Cap not coming back to be in a relationship with her uh, she's going to be playing a bigger part in the winter soldier technically the Falcon he's, winter he's soldier. her uncle now yeah, yeah his great her great uncle yeah uh, i don't i don't know <laughs> i don't know what that's all entails what that means really throws me off how does him <laughs> staying in the past not mess up the future well because he always went back to the past we just didn't know that it's his uh, it's his future it's time thing yeah, yeah. timey wimey yeah. <laughs> <No. laughs> 
so th- those two characters will be will be coming back for the TV show. Daniel Brohl even posted the video that they, or I mean, a still photo from the video that they showed for that in San Diego Comic Con, showing the Baron Zemo mask, which was missing from Civil War. If you mm-hmm. know the Baron Zemo character, it's I think the the little still that they sh- he shows is pretty cool. Anybody seen it? No. I did not see yeah. the picture. No. You did see it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's if you think about it, it's like a ski cap or ski mask, mm-hmm. but it's purple and he has like a crown, like a gold crown. Oh, so. Yeah. Uh, the etern- I, I'm wondering. Oh, Go ahead. I was going to say, I'm wondering how crazy we're going to get with people looking like their comic book versions now. Because we're getting closer. You see like the, the shots of Taskmaster. Taskmaster Does not look anything um, like Taskmaster? No, it, the mask is much more like a like I don't know like a paintball mask with kind of some details that like look kind of like a skull. You okay. Know? Um, at so least like, that's in the concept art for the guy. Oh, uh, the, the concept art looked great, but the, that those leaked photos from the set that came out like two weeks before Comic Con, like I thought that looked terrible. If that was supposed to be Taskmaster, well, without added effects. That's true. So without added effects, I don't know what they would do for added effects in that though. I don't. Know, don't they usually add effects over masks though to make them look more like? Isn't that what they did with Spider-Man? With, I mean, with Spider-Man, but that's because yeah. that's supposed to that's supposed to move. Taskmaster's face, the mask doesn't really move. Hmm. I don't know. We'll we'll find out. Um, but yeah, there's it it they are definitely going closer to comic book accurate versions of the characters in their costumes, which is I always think is cool. I just look at yeah. Mysterio. Mysterio was great. Yeah, he yeah. looked awesome. Wait, yeah. Mysterio was awesome. The oh, yeah. one that I'm wondering about is because like we have a claw. And Claw doesn't look anything like Claw. This is true. So. Mm. But he's Claw dead doesn't now. look anything like Claw. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why that is. I mean, because Claw kind of looks silly in the comic books, if you think about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. he looks like some doofy Jack Kirby nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. He does. He does. Uh, next was Eternals. So the Eternals, they went and brought their whole cast out, and we got to find out who everybody's playing. Angelina Jolie is going to be playing a character named Thena. Does anybody know the Eternals? Because I read comics and I don't know anything no. about the Eternals. No. I loosely no. know them, but I wouldn't be able to tell you their names. I just know the overall plot of them. Okay. The yeah. Interstellar yeah. stuff. Um, so Terrigen basically the Celestials, we see them in Guardians of the Galaxy, though those giant dudes. Right. Um, nowhere, that giant skull in space is a mm. dead uh, Celestial. Right. Mm. And apparently Ego is also a Celestial. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Star-Lord's he, dad. He he was around them. He was around them? Yeah, he whether just he wasn't is a Celestial one of them. or not isn't known. Oh. Mm. Well, yeah, because he's the size of a planet, basically. Uh, and, and the other guys are just still, like, human-shaped, but still bigger or big. Um, but yeah, so like apparently they like to meddle with the biology of different planets and on earth, they, I guess, seeded humans to eventually create three distinct races, which were just regular humans, mutants, and then another branch called deviants, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, uh, the Eternals are essentially like boosted humans that they have handpicked to, kind of be like their heralds i guess it's it's it gets pretty confusing as to what exactly they're for but uh you know the celestials basically just feel like they can't bother with like the minutia of mortals so they make these superhumans to kind of handle things for them and then they just kind of disappear hmm. so it's kind of like I, I think it's gonna be a story of like 
finding your creator, you know, searching for God kind of thing. And say, what's our purpose? Why are we here? Um, where are you guys kind of situation? Okay. Well, I guess we, we got our our uh, toes dipped into it with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So this is going to explore that a little bit more. Yeah, one <clears> and two. Angelina Jolie will be playing Thena. Everybody thought that she was going to be playing the other female character in that. I don't remember. Oh, Celeste or Cersei. That's what it was. Cersei. They thought she was going to play Cersei. She's not. She's playing Thena. Richard Madden is going to be playing Icarus, which is usually the one that's forefront in the the comic books. He's usually their team leader. I don't know if that's still going to be a thing. Uh, Kumail Nanjani is going to be playing Kingo. Yeah. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Selma Hayek is going to be playing a character named Ajak, who is usually a male character. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry will be playing Fastos. Uh, Don Lee, who I think most people know him from Train to Busan, uh, is playing Gilgamesh. Leah McHugh is playing Sprite. And Lauren Riddolf is playing Makari, which she is an actual deaf uh, actress. And she Mm -hmm. is in the current season of Walking Dead. And uh, I I don't know if the Makari character is a deaf character or not, but obviously Uh, it it is. Yeah, I, I heard like a breakdown of it. I forget exactly why, but that's key to the character. Well, there you go. So uh, you got that representation happening. Uh, this casting, does it make you more excited, less excited, same excited? I don't care anything about who's being casted for it, to be completely honest. Uh-huh. I'm just glad they're finally going to this level of like the deep cuts of comics. Of, like, Do they show- need to go to this deep of comics? They don't need to. I'm glad they are, though. I mean, before Guardians of the Galaxy came out, I was like, I have no idea about anything about Guardians of the Galaxy. So I, I but and I was, you now. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but do we need to go this deep? I, I'm, I'm curious about how we're going this deep, but then also using these actors. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's the problem is that these characters aren't known. So you needed to have big actors mm-hmm. to get people to come see the movie. But like, did we? You kind of do. I, I'm I know. doing you for Guardians. Well, that's true. Not for Guardians. But then again, that was still kind of towards the beginning. Like, we already had an Avengers movie at that point. Yeah. But other than that, it was, it's, it's not the, the powerhouse that, that MCU is right now. It still, I just, I think that now they're, that they're the powerhouse that they are. They need the big names less than they did before. Do you, do you want to know what I think of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1? You know what I think the big mega star of that movie was? Mm-hmm. It was the music. You had that music in that movie yeah. and it got yeah. everybody to come see it because it, it, it triggered the nostalgia. So you didn't, you didn't need the big name actors and you didn't need the big name characters. Like music was enough to get people into the theater. And it didn't. It didn't. It didn't surpass a billion dollars like the others, like Captain Marvel did, or Doctor, or not Doctor Strange, but uh, Black Panther and stuff like that. So the, the, the two that you're saying right there are already the ones that were when it was already building yeah. to be a bigger thing. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Black Panther also made its numbers for other reasons. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm saying like you're saying that those the things later made tons of money, and like. I just think it now we're at a point now where it, like it's it's a snowball thing. So, like, oh, it's, so it's saying... only going to get bigger. Like they can just make a movie that's interesting and have to worry even less about who's in the thing besides them being a good actor. Well, yeah. I mean, are you upset that they have 
Angelina Jolie in this movie? No, no, no. no. They, they can they can have whoever they want for the things as long as they think they fit. Yeah. Um, I just it it is also weird because I mean, like I think we we've seen this place now where every single movie that's coming out is being a superhero movie, and ac- every actor in the world is going to be in some superhero movie in some regard. Mm-hmm. This is true, and so. It's weird to see people who are also big name actors who can sell a movie by themselves, or at least that would be the commonly held idea or wisdom, that they can sell a movie by themselves, be in this blockbuster thing all together in in one thing. (laughs) Uh, I mean, to me, the only two big names in this is Selma Hayek and Angelina Jolie, though. Those are the two biggest ones, for sure. But see, I, I don't even think like Richard Madden can pull in people like did you watch his two shows that came on after game of thrones no that the, those are those are for different reasons okay <laughs> uh you know what I'll tell you. johnny i mean is definitely getting more popular right now but i don't I know if, i don't know he got jacked he got jacked <laughs> he is not jacked all he did was he he <laughs> lost the spare tire and that's it he put on like 30 pounds of muscle says the who? actual number says who where is it Him? i don't see it he lost his 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 spare tire, and that's it. Like he Dude, looks great. Don't get me wrong. He got someone. He has like he has like the bigger head from being a buff guy now. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say, John? I was gonna say I'll tell you why big names don't really matter to me, because we also got the trailer for Cats. Oh, out of Comic Con. God, <laughs> no. The trailer for Cats is the exact reason why you don't have expressive faces on the Lion King movie, the new Lion King movie. It would look stupid. It looks stupid. And there is. There's this there's this little line of that the more human like you get, the creepier it is until you're full human. Exactly. Like and that that cat is like right where you should stop. Like it's they they definitely screwed those up because they have human noses and they should have the little like cat nose with the line down the. They middle just shouldn't have split. done it. They, they should I mean, have this. just worn cool yes. costumes. But man. I think we should definitely go see this movie. I'm not going to see this movie. Heavily oh heavily God. intoxicated. No, not even it's, then. No. That would be the best way to enjoy it. You could hit me over the head with something blunt first, and then I'll go see it. So you got a deal. Okay. <laughs> Just meet me there. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, that's the Eternals. I hope it it, it does well, just like the rest of the stuff. So, uh, uh, let's see. Shang Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. We have our Shang Chi, Simu Liu. I'm probably saying butchering that name. That dude looks like Lao from The Dark Knight. <laughs> no. It might just racist. A little bit racist, Probably. but okay. Uh, if you've seen Kim's Convenience on Netflix, no. it's a he's it's a great show. It's a great little sitcom where he is uh, the son of Korean Canadian immigrants that run a convenience store. So it's pretty good. Um, but we also have him, and we have Tony Lung, who's going to be playing the Mandarin in the movie, which they are now making into Shang Chi's father now. The original comic book had a character by the name of Fu Manchu as oh as the, the father of Shang Chi, and you can see why Disney was like, "Yeah, how about we go yeah. ahead and recon retcon that and make it so that the Mandarin is now his father, <laughs> because we don't need the racism." <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, they're gonna that would but that would kind of make it so that we have. Four mandarins in the Marvel Cinematic Universe at this point. Yeah, I was going to ask that. I was like, hasn't there already been a mandarin or two? So the first Iron Man movie, we had 
they introduce us to the Ten Rings, and we have the leader of the Ten Rings. He's essentially the Mandarin, yeah. just doesn't have the magic powers that the Mandarin in the comic books does. Yeah. Uh, then we have... Uh, Wait, ben- are we saying that dude from the first movie, the terrorist guy, was the de facto Mandarin yep. at the time? That's what I'm saying. Um, He's the leader of the Ten Rings. The Ten Rings is an obvious reference to the Mandarin. Yes, but I don't think he's the leader of the whole organization. He is the leader that we are shown. Yeah. He's an, he's an assistant to the Mandarin. <laughs> there you go. He's not know. the assistant Mandarin. He's the assistant to the Mandarin, uh, which is fine. He might not have been, but they don't show us anything in that movie that there is a person above him. Okay, fair enough. So that's what I'm going with. Then we have Iron Man 3 comes along, and we have Ben Kingsley's character, which is actually Trevor Slatterly, is what they say. I think is what his name is. Mm -hmm. He is the pretend Mandarin, but he looks a lot more like the version of the Mandarin we see in the comic book, except for the fact that he's not Asian. He's a white Southern dude. And then being played by a British dude, a white British dude. He's the dude playing the dude disguised as another dude. dude. (laughs) And then we have uh, uh, Killian. Killian. Grapes? Nope. It's not great. Murphy. Killian something. Murphy? Nope. <laughs> but anyways, it's uh played by Guy Pierce. He's yes. he said he calls himself the actual Mandarin because he's the one who came up with the whole plan of and, Ben Kingsley. And spits fire. And he spits fire. Yeah. So now we're gonna have this gentleman played by Tony Lung being the new Mandarin. Maybe he is the one that was the, the actual leader of the Ten Rings and uh and not the other man, the bald man from the first movie, but that's like four mandarins running around. So I just like speak. that we're we're gonna get another mandarin, even though like Iron Man's already sorry to kick the bucket. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> supposed well, to be his bad guy. <laughs> there should be ten mandarins just to round it out. Just just to have yeah. it to read one for each ring. Yeah. Yep. And then like you know one mandarin starts to get you know all parallaxy and he wants to have all the rings, so he has all the power. There you go. I, I'm, I'm all for this storyline. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea what the rest of the movie is going to be about or what uh, Shang-Chi has to... I've read three... I've read comic books that have Shang-Chi in it and like three of them, like three issues total of when I've I've read about Shang-Chi. So yeah, he's, he's just, just a master people. of all martial arts. Yeah, he trains he trains people. Any martial arts that comes around, he is the master of it. Cool. Yeah. I like uh, Mitch, I, I dropped in to this chat here. Two things. Go ahead, uh, open up this before picture of Kumail Nanjiani. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, let's see if I can get Is that it. why you weren't paying attention this it. whole time? I'm Only kidding. for a minute there. So get the, 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 the last thing is the before image. Right? Give me a second. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and vamp a little bit. Is so that- this picture is going to be one with him on set for Stuber. Do you get it? Just a second. Is it oh a YouTube God, thing? A picture. Hey, it's not easy when I'm using two different screens. It says hot ones. <laughs> no, pause it. Not that. Not that. Not that's, that. That's, the, that's the before, or that, that's the after. It said after. The last I can't one, read it. Man. That's across the room. Oh, I, I didn't make You're that on after. It's just, I see only one link. Yeah, there's only one link. There should be two links. You, uh, you, you done here. fucked up. There's a thing that says before and after, but there's no link you associated like, with it. Click here, it. wait. Here, I'm I'm gonna fix this. And, Are you? I'm sorry to everyone. Yeah, this is exciting stuff for a podcast right now. So, <laughs> white am for this picture. Look, so there's the picture. Okay. That's that's the before. Okay. PBS timing. Okay. During Stuber. 
So and then go ahead. He's already getting skinny. Click on that link okay. again. Yeah. I see uh, it. For the hot the, ones. The one? YouTube. The the hot ones. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna mute it though. Is that okay? Yeah, it should be time indexed to bring. So you he's in he's like got a little bit a arm muscle. Doing 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 bicep this, curls is not hard. That's not cool. His neck. Oh, that is look cool. at his neck. <laughs> exactly. Yes, look, that's look, look that this, is though. a muscular Whoa. man's neck. <laughs> Come on, guys. No. You guys are falling for it. You're falling for the his hype. His shirt's just not tight enough. But no, I see it. <laughs> that shirt needs to be tighter. <laughs> <laughs> look. Uh, I, I would, I would you, look, I would give you, you this Jeff. during you, the Jeff. panel at San Diego Comic Con. He has a lot more defined looking muscle, but look, look at that right there. That, the that, that is not. It's his shirt it's, and he's sitting. <laughs> like that's a big Every, man. Everybody's so obsessed with the hot ones. That's the thing that I, I take from this whole like expedition now. I mean, well, is it really that good? It's, it's talking about hot sauce. No, no, they don't talk about hot sauce. The, no. It's the hot. It's the interview show with hot questions and even hotter wings. Hey, he's, <laughs> he's got some buns now. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, they, it's just when people start eating spicy food, they lose like a solid like thirty IQ points. So they answer mm -hmm. super honestly, and there, there's no facade put up. Oh, okay. Is, okay. That, is that how it all works? Yeah. So then, you, so anyway. All right. That that. that their Nanjiani is very buff. Okay. Just, just, I, 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 I secede the point. You win. <laughs> I hope they work that into the next season of Silicon Valley. I'm pretty sure he, it's, it's already it's filmed. Over. It's over. It's, they already, yeah, they've already filmed that. It's probably before he started working out. But it's not even premiering till like next year. October. That's this TV. Year. Oh, this year. Okay. Yeah. Um, they have to produce it before they can show it. <laughs> they have to make it, yes. Uh, okay. So where are we at? We were at Shang-Chi. WandaVision. WandaVision is going to be a show that has a very 50s feel, according to people that talked about it before. I think uh, Elizabeth Olsen said that. It's like, I love Lucy. Yeah. It's supposed to have this weird... I, I, I'm guessing we're going to be messing around with uh, Wanda's rowdy warping abilities. Oh, There's yeah. also going to be a lot of Tom King's Vision story that he wrote over at Marvel, where it was Vision creating his own family from other making other robots. Right. Mm -hmm. So with those two things coming together, I think we're going to get Wanda creating a vision, a uh, world where Vision is alive. They have two mm -hmm. kids, just like in House of M, mm -hmm. and then that will go straight into Doctor Strange in the multiverse. Because at the end of that, she's going to go crazy, as people will be like, "Hey, you're living in a fantasy world, one that doesn't exist." And she's like, "Well, I'll make everything not exist." And then House of M, Do yeah, House of M will happen, and Doctor Strange will have to be like, "Oh, we need to shut all this shit down." Anybody? I want this. That sounds great to me. <laughs> yeah. I want most of them so yeah, bad. They, they need to go there. And I mean, the fact that it's going to be a series means they're going to have time to flesh it out, start introducing some new stuff. And I have to say, I really love the logo. You like the WandaVision logo? Yeah. It's got it's that cool. old school, like, Frigere. Yeah, like Electrolux. Oh, yeah, yeah Electrolux. It does yeah, have a 50s go. feel. Yeah, so... Uh, well, then that goes into Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of the Madness. I'm and excited for that. Yeah, I... We're gonna uh, apparently. What's what's the name of the director of that? It's Scott Eric, Scott Derrickson, who's known for doing horror movies. Yeah. This one is gonna have more of a horror vibe. They said, "How horror can they get with PG thirteen rating? Who knows?" I mean, they can get very Cthulhu esque because a lot of that is more psychological. It's about the cosmic horrors that you can't understand. They're not quite gory yeah. themselves. It's more like the situation that they present themselves, like the 
inconsequentialness of your existence. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, I'm all about that kind of existential dread. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, horror is just a type of way of filming, so you could do it at PG-13. It's just using the symbolism that is horror. It's just using the strange sound effects and all that stuff. I mean, Look, Shazam you get your good horror elements. Into it, you're, which... you're preaching to the choir here. Yeah. I'm all for using other ways other than blood and yeah. stabbing to, uh, to get horror movies out there, but you're, the big horror f- fiends, f- you know, John included, don't usually like the the horror movies that are PG thirteen. Did you like Jason versus Freddy versus Jason? <laughs> that was PG thirteen. That was PG thirteen. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh well, they did a really good job. I didn't even notice. Yeah. Well, okay, fair enough. Well, that was pretty good. Oh well, then I guess I stand corrected. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the people I talk to usually get upset with that. That's what you get for assuming, Mitch. I'm just saying. Insidious. You know what to say about assumption. The it, makes an ass out of you, an umption. What were you saying about Insidious, though? Is that a PG-13 movie? Yeah. I did not know yeah. that. And that was yeah. the one that he directed. Scott Derrickson, right? Oh, I, I think that one was... Um, it's either uh, Insidious or... Oh, okay. So then he did Sinister. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so... I haven't seen Sinister. All those ones kind of blend <laughs> together for me. Uh, then we go into another TV series, Loki. Loki is going to, it's apparently the show is going to exist right after he blimps out on, uh, in game. And okay. then he's supposed to come back within that moment also. Okay. I think that's what they said during the panel. So he's going to go travel around through time, which apparently you can do with the power cube or power gem mm-hmm. because that's what he has. Space gem. Sure. Was it, was it space? The Tesseract is space. Oh, okay. okay. Then, yeah, he's going to use that to travel through time. Go go, go through all of American history, I guess, or pop culture history or whatever. And then come right I back. Like, huh? Look I like that up. idea. Just go through pop culture history. <laughs> like, he's just like, oh, shit, dude. I was at the first Madonna concert. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out with Andy Warhol. Well, as, as people describe it, it's, it's going to be Forrest Gump, but with Loki. And, like, that's kind of just going through pop culture history or... You know, political history. Mm-hmm. So that's how I, I see like it's happening. Now, there's fun. supposed to be something special or some kind of clue hitting in the the logo for this one as well, because every letter is like in a different font. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Noticed that. and the the O is def- like clearly uh, like old English. Yeah, it, it's like a, th- a reference to the Thor stuff. Yeah, I I just thought that they were all references to Thor stuff, but I don't know. Uh, I I also. I also took into account that, or I didn't take into account, but I heard people take into account that this is the Loki that's at the end of the first Avengers movie. He has not done his redemption arc. He has not Mm -hmm. become a good guy yet. So is that what we're going to be seeing in this this show again? Is him becoming a good guy again? Or is he just going to be wrecking havoc? I think it's just going to be wrecking havoc. He hasn't learned his lesson. He hasn't been humbled. His mom hasn't been killed yet. So he's just going to be the same like jerk. Oh, that's interesting. Does he go forward in time and, and discover the things that were supposed to happen to him? That's a good question for the writers. I have no idea. <laughs> Is that something you'd want to see? Um, I don't know. Like I, I do want things to keep moving forward. I don't want to deal too much with like the past or you know prequel type stuff. Um, but if it could be a combination, then yeah, that'd be kind of cool. He becomes like basically Marvel's Doctor Who, mm. but with like an asshole twist to it. <laughs> I'll take it. Okay. Uh, anything else anyone want to say about Loki? 
Just more Tom Hiddleston. We're all okay with this, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. Good. Hit, hit on Tom all the way. <laughs> <laughs> the What If TV series on 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 Disney Plus, I think, is interesting that it's dropping right around here. I don't know if that means it's going to have a bigger motivation in the rest of the MCU, or if it's going to be its own standoff thing because a What If story is literally just, hey, what if this happened instead of this, like kind of thing. We're yeah. gonna. I, I think what we heard the first episode is supposed to be. Uh, what if Peggy, Peggy Carter was the one that got the super soldier serum instead of uh, Steve Rogers, and then Steve Rogers would eventually become Howard Stark's Iron Man. So he would put Steve Rogers inside the Iron Man suit. Well, I still maintain mm-hmm. that if that did happen, that Steve Rogers would be the one to touch Peggy's pecs when she comes out of the Vita Ray chamber. I, I'm sure that he yeah. wouldn't do that. <laughs> Steve was very, very much shy and not wanting to do something like that. But that's how More overpowering like it was. <laughs> Pecky Carter. <laughs> uh, and then with uh, Jeffrey Rush uh, being announced as the voice of Uatu, I thought that was amazing. Like, he's a he's obviously a great actor. We talk about him for Westworld over here. So, uh, good old Arnie. I guess the only one that we didn't see is on the name of returning cast members to do voices is Robert Downey Jr. So, do you think they can get Robert Downey Jr. to come back and do the voice of Tony Stark? Mm, I don't see why not. Yeah. It's probably not, either, not necessary, though. As in, as in, they you, could do stories that work around him. You don't think they do story? What me? But to, Iron Man obviously was a big part of the first yeah. saga, the Infinity Saga. How do you do story? What if stories out of that saga without having Tony Stark in it? They should just do uh, an analysis of his voice <laughs> out of all just, the movies he's done already. Yes, <laughs> just take out snippets and edit them together, or do like a Siri program. Where like an algorithm can say things in his inflections. Steven, do you know who it is that's doing the voice of Tony Stark in that Marvel's Avengers game? I, I, fuck. I, I think it's I, it's Nolan North. No, uh, Nolan North is doing Cap? Is he doing fuck. Cap? So then is it Troy Baker? Troy Baker is someone else. I, I'll bring up that cast. Um, it, it's actually really cool, though, for the who the voice cast is for all the video games that have existed, though. Hmm. Now... I want to do mention, uh, or are we still talking about what if? Sure. Okay. Or you can go to the next thing. It doesn't uh, matter. No, actually, I wanted to mention that uh, bringing Uatu into it is exciting for many reasons. One, because we're going to have the Watchers finally mm-hmm. um, be official. Well, we had the Watchers. Yeah, but we Guys only saw like a too. group of them. We didn't, I mean, were, were any one of those Uatu? Probably not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So now that we're going to actually have Uatu, this is a great backdoor for uh, introducing other stuff in here. Something that they haven't mentioned yet, but they've kind of hinted at, is that Deadpool will eventually be worked into the MCU. And I kind of have a hope that once Ryan Reynolds is, like, tired of it, we do Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. And Iwatu is definitely a part of that. Yeah, he would definitely be there to watch it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, obviously with the Multiverse of Madness coming out before this, I would assume there's going to be those two things will tie in very closely. Like you'll see maybe snippets of it in the Doctor Strange movie that we'll they'll flesh out in the TV series, so well, maybe Jeffrey Rush will show up as the Watu in Doctor Strange. That would be cool too. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, did you Space find something, Stephen? It was indeed uh, Nolan North. I was thinking of the um, the newest uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance game, actually. Oh, the Black Order. Um, yeah, uh, it's uh, Alliance Three. Uh, yeah, I think it's Black Order. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The one that's on on the Switch only. Yep. Um, yeah, because that one has like, a crazy voice cast. It's like, it's it, it's amazing. Um, but so for that game, you have Laura Bailey as Black Widow, Troy Baker as the Hulk and Bruce Banner, Nolan North as Iron Man, which is a little odd. 
Um, and then Travis Willingham as Thor and Jeff Shine as Captain America. Yeah, the Jeff Shine one, I think he's just a he's like a normal actor. He doesn't do a lot of voice acting, if I'm correct, right? He's done a few things. It looks like from his uh, IMDb page, he's getting more and more into it. Oh, okay. Um, before that, mostly just actor. But, I mean, I get it. If you've got a good voice for it, take it. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then um, we have the Hawkeye TV show, which it was funny because Jeremy Renner recorded the 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 video that they showed in there, and then like security comes and runs up to him, <laughs> like trying to show shine the flashlight in him, and he's like, "Hey, it's me." And they're like, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> oh, never mind. So he posted that video. It's obviously uh, from the font of the 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 show that they or the font of the title that they show. It is going to do very much Matt Fraction's Hawkeye uh, yeah. run. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because that one, Matt Fraction, you know, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye owns a tenement and is training Kate Bishop and stuff like that. So I'm guessing that's where it's going to lead is that he's going to be training Kate Bishop or his oh, yeah. daughter, whatever. I forget what her name, her, his daughter was, was. I want to say in that video, there was a girl with an arrow. So yeah. Like, it's either, or a yeah, bow, yeah. I feel like. Makes sense. I, I like that the things that we're seeing right now are people seemingly handing the torch to the next generation of characters. Mm -hmm. Like everything's leading up to that. And I'm really happy about it. Also, uh, did you guys happen to see that the scene that was one of the, um, uh, unused scenes from like the DVDs or Blu-rays or whatever for the most recent Avengers Mm -hmm. where everyone like takes the knee. Yeah. And Hawkeye is the first one to kneel to kneel. Yeah. Um, I think that the, like so uh, there's been this question in my mind about who's supposed to be the next like Iron Man figure in there in all these different ways and I think they're actually just taking that and then splitting it up. So I oh. think the person who who like yeah like so the, the like the techie person or whatever that can either go to Peter or Shuri right. easily depending on what they need. Mm-hmm. Um and then I think that like the leadership kind of like helming everybody kind of role I think that's going to Doctor Strange. Really? You don't think they're going to give it to Captain Marvel? Mm-mm. No. She's too busy. She's yeah. too busy. Her concerns she's are good. way bigger than hers. She has to do the whole universe. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's oh. interesting. So it would be like Doctor Strange, uh, Peter Parker, and Jane Foster Thor is the new like head of the Avengers? In, in a lot of ways. like I think like they're serving uh, all these different things that Iron Man did previously. I don't think that they necessarily have to be the leaders because it also seems like in absence of everybody, they made um, Black Widow that kind of character. But for obvious reasons, that's not a thing anymore. <laughs> hey, we still haven't gotten a Wonder Man. When are we going to get West Coast Avengers? I don't know. I think mm. that's a thing that could happen with this Hawkeye show. Mm. Like, I think that's a that's a possibility. He moves to the West Coast for some fun in the sun, and then just the super heroics come with him. Sure. Yeah. And I was like, we need to form a team. I mean, he was there at the beginning of the west coast avengers that's true so and i like that i'd be in san francisco so (laughs) i like that idea a lot because like the only like one of the only issues of west coast avengers i have uh steve rogers they they see him in like plain clothes Uh and i there's another character um i forget who it was but uh some female character that hawkeye clearly has a thing for in the comic he sees uh steve and he's like oh hey what's up steve you know um, and the lady's just kind of like, damn, who's this guy? <laughs> and, and he's just kind of like, come on. I'm, I'm, I'm Hawkeye. I'm 
then the last one on the slate was Thor Love and Thunder, which was Taika Waititi coming out and saying, hey, I'm doing another Thor movie. This is the fourth Thor movie, so this is the only time they've done a fourth in the singles person, single hero movie, mm-hmm. um, which mm-hmm. is very exciting. I, I honestly think that with what we saw at the end of Endgame with... Um, Thor heading off with the Guardians of the Galaxy into space. I think he's just going to come back to Earth because he's going to hear something about Jane. And he's going to be like, oh, no, I can save her. He's going to create a new Mjolnir since he is the king of the Norse gods. Mm-hmm. And save her, turn her into Thor, and then jet back off into outer space with the Guardians. And it's going to be her and, and Valkyrie's movie. That's how I see I can, it playing out. I can see it. I, I think that we might still have some fallout from... Uh, the big Thorkowski, or however you want to call oh, yeah, him, fat yeah, Thor. Yeah. Um, um, but I think we're gonna have more more fallout from that stuff where he's not worthy to wield Mjolnir because that's supposed to be the thing that's the kickoff. But he doesn't have a Mjolnir right now. Mjolnir that's, doesn't exist. That's what I mean. So th- there could be a, some new Mjolnir or whatever, and he's just not worthy of the thing. It doesn't know him. It doesn't know his motivations, you know? So it's just like, who the fuck's this guy? He can't, he can't <laughs> pick me up. Fair enough. Yeah. I hope they introduce the other hammers too, like light, uh, the actual Stormbringer and the actual Thunderstrike. <laughs> yes. It could be a thing. I want to see some Eric Masters in there. People want Beta Ray Bill in this and I'm not against that at all. I think Beta Ray Bill, if anything, he'll show up in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Because space? Yeah, because space. I really, you know, I'm super digging the last two logos for Thor now because they look like 80s cartoons. Like this one looks like Thundar the Barbarian. <laughs> I think yeah. they're yeah, definitely I, I going for that. Thundercats. Yeah, I was going for. Yeah. I, you know, it made me think of like video games, like stand-up yeah. video games. Well, that's, that's what too, it meant. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Joust. 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 Um, what was it? Uh, Tessa Thompson said that her character Valkyrie will be looking for her queen in this movie. So. Uh, that's I'm guessing that's what the love part of oh, the yeah. story is, yeah. and Thunder would be Jane Foster. That's so. what they mentioned Hell said yeah. about LGBTQT influences, represented in yeah. representation, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, so that's a good one. Was lesbian, bi, gay, quick trip, <laughs> <laughs> Safeway, Safeway. All right. Uh, then you know what he said. You know they're not done yet. They wanted Kevin Feige was like, I need to bring out one last person, and he brings out. Mahershala Ali. Mahershis. <laughs> you did it. I did. <laughs> to uh, And then gives him a hat, and everybody wanted to know what was on the hat. And it's the Blade logo. So he will be the new Blade. What is it? Eric? Eric something. What's what's Blade's actual name? Eric. Does he have a real name? Yeah, it's Eric something. Eric Draven. No, that's for the crow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he's going to be the new Blade. It's... It's a thing. People were calling for it after leading a battle angel, so mm-hmm. I'm surprised. I'm surprised he did it. I I, I will sit here and say it because I I I'm happy for the fact that he's going to do it, and I wanted him to do it, but I just never thought that he would do it. I thought it'd be kind of feel like it would be beneath, be beneath him. And then apparently, a lot yeah. of hardcore like Wesley Snipes fans lost their shit about it, and he even had to come <laughs> onto the Twitterverse to like say, "Hey guys, relax." Yeah, he did. <laughs> it's Eric Brooks. Brooks. Thank you, Eric Brooks. So there you go. Uh, they didn't say whether this is a movie or a TV show. So I was surprised by that. I don't know if it's going to actually fall into the phase four or not, or if it's supposed to be in the next phase or the second part of phase four. They just said that he's going to be Blade. So, oh, yeah, and everybody I remember went, him now. 
<laughs> Does anybody pre- have a preference on whether or not it's a TV show or a movie? Mm. Movie. You'd rather see a movie? Yeah. I feel I'm, like with a TV show, they could go a little bit more brutal. Yeah. If it was like a Netflix style show. Yeah. But if they're going to keep it on Disney, I mean, doesn't, didn't Disney say that they're going to abstain from like the really hard stuff? That's true, too. Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons why the, the uh, Netflix shows were not going to be carried over. Hulu? Yeah, Hulu? They have yeah Hulu. they are having Hulu and shows. And they did openly say that Hulu, they would be more. Yeah, because oh. their yeah. Ghostwriter show and their yeah, Lucifer, or not Lucifer, but the Son of the Devil show, I forget, Hellstrom, Hellstrom show are going to be more. Mm-hmm. Son of the Devil? Wasn't he um, Blackheart? Or is that a different that's son? That's a different son. Yeah, that's like Mephesto's son. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, this is actual. Ooh, so that means on Hulu we could someday have like Marvel Knights? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's definitely where they're going with that. Ghostwriter and all these other guys, that's mm-hmm. cool. All right. Um, <laughs> no, go ahead. Does anyone else feel really bad for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in light of all of these new things for TV shows and streaming apps and stuff like that? Because they, they like they just never got their due for actually being recognized in the movies. They, they had to recognize the movies, but the yep. movies didn't do shit about them. They really didn't. Yeah, they didn't. I mean, the, the, the results of what happens in the show show up in the movies, like where... where uh, Fury gets his helicarrier carrier when he shows up at the end of Age of Ultron is is direct response mm-hmm. from the TV show. Yeah. Same with uh, Terrigen Mist. And what? The Terrigen Mist stuff. Yep, that's right. Yeah. All that Terrigen Mist stuff. So that uh, actually, what I wanted to bring up is that: Do you think that the Netflix shows, the Netflix Marvel shows, still exist within the MCU? No. I don't know. Do you think they're completely retconned out? I think so. Did they ever? They Were yes, they, they did. Ever I mean, the movies once again don't make don't make reference to them, but they make reference to the movies. Like that they constantly true. talk about the incident that happened when the first from the first Avengers movie mm-hmm. in the shows. Mm. I yeah. just I just think it's a, it's a it's a bummer because Charlie Cox's Daredevil is great, John Bernthal's Punisher is great, Jessica Jones is a great show. I, the, these things Iron should, Fist not so much Iron Fist isn't, yeah. isn't great but it, it had <laughs> yeah. potential and um, and Luke Cage you know Mike Coulter as Luke Cage is great too oh yeah but like obviously yeah. Mahershala Ali played Cottonmouth in the first season of, of Luke Cage and <laughs> it's gonna be weird that he also looks like uh, Blade but then Alfre Woodard played Black Mariah in the first season of Luke Cage and she's also the catalyst for so- Civil War for Tony being all upset about what happened because she's the one that shows up right at the, or she's she's the actress that plays the character that shows up right at the elevator, and says, "My son died in Slokovia or whatever it was." Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if it's more like a contract or like how movies and shows are made issue that you can't have like a show and movie like really flow together. It's got to be. I'm TV wondering rights, if it's like rights. kind of like a red tape thing that it's just an impossibility. Because I remember when Agents of Shield came out. There was like a huge push for people saying, oh, yeah, it's MCU. How cool. It's going to be like a show meets the movies. But then they were like, no, 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 no. It's not quite <laughs> like that. Like, you're not going to see these characters in the movies. You know, Agent Coulson is dead in the movies right. and kind of thing. And I'm wondering if it's more not that they don't want to do that, but that it's like might be an impossibility. Hmm. I'm wondering because like the only is there any other that was a show and a movie that flowed together? I mean, I know Veronica Mars, but that was more of a Kickstarter thing. Right. Limitless, mm-hmm. kind of. 
Limitless, well, yeah, Limitless does, but the mo- they don't have a second movie to to uh, go off the to, TV to show. Keep going. And then Star Trek, Star Trek, yeah, Star Trek's a good example. Does Discovery do that? Yeah, kind of right. does. All right, I was just wondering. Uh, and then there's, I mean, I guess you could say uh, uh, Serenity and Firefly, mm. but there's no follow up. No, see. there's yeah, yeah, that's zero follow up. That's more like a we can't have bad. another season, so we're gonna make this bad movie. That's right. hey shut up steven (laughs) so then at the end of the at the end of the panel uh as kevin feige said uh there's much much more that i'd like to announce but i can't we don't have enough time uh stuff mutants are coming fantastic four is coming black panther 2 is coming captain marvel 2 is coming we're gonna have time at d23 so i mean there you go (laughs) it's gotta be what they're gonna announce the next stuff is gonna be at d23 why wouldn't disney announce make big announcements at their own convention right Yeah. Anything else anybody's looking forward to? Is any speculation? Anything that they're hoping for? Mm. Thor makes a bunch of money. You hope Thor makes a bunch of money. I'm sure. Speculating. It does. Okay. Tons and fucking money. I'm sure it will. Taika Waititi's super happy. Chris Hemsworth's super happy. So. I, he got Natalie Portman to come back, which is amazing. Because yeah. after the second yeah. movie, the second Thor movie, she was pissed at Marvel. Like, they, she did not want to do those movies anymore. See, but I thought it was strange that yeah, but, but, she got credit in Endgame. Well, her picture yeah. shows up, uh, yeah. so she has to. Not uh-huh. just her yeah. picture. They reused She's, footage. But, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it, her image shows up, so you have to you credit have her. You have to credit her. Yeah. But, yeah, but the fact that they even did that, I was like, wow, it could have just been really easy to just work around her. And I'm like, no, they must have reached some kind of deal with her. Yeah, and then you're, you see you're probably this right. Well, yeah. I, mean, I mean, to be fair, they like slid a paper and be like, what if you're Thor? <laughs> like, I'm sure okay. that's exactly what it was too. I mean, like, I guess come do you, on. Do you, oh. Steven, do you think that she, she gets super buff to do female Thor or almighty Thor, I should say, or do you think they're just more, they more shoulder at the conference? Yeah, but obviously she doesn't, she doesn't look character. like the, 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 the doll, the action figure you just held up. It, like honestly even the person in the comic didn't look like yeah. that like her, no. her back and forth whether she's thor or like sickly jane foster mm-hmm. drastically different yeah okay so what were you about just, to say neil nanjiani in his his loose t-shirt you can still tell that he's buff oh <laughs> 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 well, i'm so happy that you're happy for kumail nanjiani awesome <laughs> Uh, all right, so there you go. That's that's Marvel's panel at San Diego Comic Con. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's excited. Everybody's hyped. Can't wait to find oh, out. Uh, is that the last news item before we go into Stranger Things? Yes. I wanted to say to everyone out there who has an iPhone, um, the fantastic video game, uh, the result of, of like one of the best Kickstarters ever, Hyper Light Drifter, is now available on iPhones. It's a really, really, really good game. Uh, I recommend it to absolutely everyone. Please go play it. When is that coming out on Android? Out now. So it's out on Android and it's out on iPhone. No, no, no. He, he already has a computer. He can go. Buy, he can go play it now. <laughs> go get it on the computer. <laughs> what was it called? A uh, hyper light drifter. Hyper light drifter. Okay. Very good. So chapter five of season three of Stranger Things: The Flayed. Uh, how did everybody feel about watching this episode? I want to learn Russian. You want to learn Russian. I'm I'm excited that I finally get to know who this Alexei character is that I keep seeing memes for. (laughs) So that was great. Smirnoff. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's definitely like hit that curve and like okay now now things <laughs> things need now to be happening <laughs> things are happening was it just the the heat of the summer or did that dude look like he was just really uncomfortable and like pasty and sweaty i mean he was also underground working on shit and people were shooting at him yeah he's probably <laughs> More familiar with like the cold wilderness of Siberia. True. <laughs> summer in Indiana. That's why. That's why yeah. when he gets that icy, he's super happy. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's used to just eating snow. Yeah. And uh, it's got flavor. It's now like it's got bonus, flavor. So yeah. there you go. Um, uh, does anybody else think that the Russian dude that's chasing them is a definite throwback and makes you want to remember Terminator? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The boots, like, on the ground in the house is like, it's Terminator. It's definitely got to be it, right? Terminator. His quiet stoicism, yeah. Yeah. So it's just a way of referencing something without having a direct reference to it? I mean, he looks just like him. Like, he's got the leather jacket, the Mm -hmm. flat top kind of hairdo. Steel-toed boots. Yeah. I honestly have no clue how close Indiana and Illinois are. They're next to each other. They're right. So you can just walk to it. I mean, they're by the border. I mean, technically, on the border. we can walk from here to California, technically. What do I can do? I? I'm yeah. sure I'm not going to do that ever. You could do it from downtown. Yeah. Sure. I might do it then. <laughs> um, if I'm already at the river, I might just cross over and be like, okay, I'm in California. You just float into California. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but yeah, that's. I thought that was kind of strange. And then... I have no clue how, how far away that 7-Eleven is from Hawkins, but the 7-Eleven kid doesn't know that Hopper is the chief of police for Hawkins, yeah. so he's, it's got to be pretty far. They had to have been yeah. walking for quite a distance. Either walking or you don't know when the truck finally... That's true. I mean, but do you but know who the chief shot. of police is here? What? Do you know who the chief of police is here compared to like... I know Summerton? who the sheriff is. Oh, you do? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I do. I, well, I, do right know I mean, that because that, that one's elected. I don't think the chief of police is elected, right? No, I think no. It's, it's appointed a, by the mayor. Yeah. yeah. So. So that doesn't disprove my question. <laughs> it, I was like, do you know who the chief of police is? But for you your is own also town? much bigger than Hawkins appa- tends uh, uh, appears to be. Yeah. I mean, it's still a modestly sized town. It's just kind of spread out a little bit, you know. Fair enough. I, I I'm guess just I, saying, I'll if, see, if I was working, if I was working someplace and some guy walks in and he says he's the chief of police, I'm like, okay, you could be. I don't know. I show me your badge, <laughs> which he doesn't have, and he just he opens his wallet to take that dude's like, car. <laughs> looks like a cop from TV right now because he's got his Magnum <laughs> PI mustache and shirt. He could have said that he was a bounty hunter sure. or a pr- private investigator, and that probably would have been just as believable. <laughs> I don't think I'd give a PI my Cadillac, though. <laughs> that's true. The one that said the Todd father on the back of it, that was terrible. <laughs> the funny thing for that is that's actually what people refer to Todd McFarlane as. The Todd father? On their website, when I went to apply for that company, yeah, they call him the father wow. wow you gotta That's, drink the kool-aid to work there <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so what did you think of uh steve dustin robin and erica down in the tunnels He's underneath falling, hawkins falling in the elevator <laughs> <laughs> oh tower terror fun i mean <laughs> things weren't flying upwards or yeah so i don't think they were going that fast i think the lights just made it seem like they were going fast but things did like move when they stopped, which 
seems like a bad idea for the elevator in general. Like, Especially when you find yeah. out that they're actually hauling some kind of noxious chemicals in there. Not just noxious, like, like acid, acid. Like eats through it's metal. <laughs> you gonna eat that? Or drink that? You gonna drink that you now? Gonna drink that now? <laughs> Which brings me to another thing. Season two, Erica being around was great. It's very small doses. <laughs> she's just sassy and then gone. Having yeah. whole scenes with her, I am not okay with no, this. We you're, need you're her. Erica out. No, we uh, need her to explain communism to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're Russian. They're commies. They cut corners. <laughs> oh my god! But see, that's great with her, like just quip in and out kind of thing. I, I I'm okay with that. But then her sitting there, like having me know I need to get home because I got to go to Uncle Joe's birthday party and blah 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 blah. I'm like, ah, this is just like, too much. Girl, I'm done. Yeah, no, I agree. I think a lot of her lines might have been more like improvised lines. Okay. Yeah. Like because of like lighting on characters and different stuff like that, it feels like the movies that have so many improvised scenes. It also used the that. It also seemed like that part of the show is is a different show altogether. Like it mm-hmm. seems very sitcommy to me. They're, they're, com- they're sitcomies. They cut yeah. corners. They're what? <laughs> they're sitcomies. They cut corners. Oh, look at that! <laughs> so good. Uh, I know this is John's favorite part because Robin's in it. Oh, she's she? a child. Was she? She is twenty years old. That is, she's a child. Less than half my age. So that's still <laughs> not super creepy yet. <laughs> super creepy stuff. Super. Anyways, I mean, you might just like her because she's a geek. Yeah, and she's in precisely. nerdy things. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could bond over her and Dustin. Our love get along languages. so well. But yes. does he have a does he have a crush on Dustin? Because he's a geek. Yes, he does. Look at him. Uh. Oh, wait. Whoa. I, he made kissy faces. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dustin is the most adorable of the bunch. See? He wants to have Dustin as a child as well. He wants to be Steve. That's right. There you go. I, I never had a Steve in my life. so. No, you're not supposed to be Dustin. No. You're supposed to be Steve. You're supposed to be oh. Steve. <laughs> I became my own Steve. Can we talk about Steve winning a fight against a Russian soldier? Like dude. He, the dude can't win a fight against regular kid, other kids his own age, but a soldier, a person who's been trained to fight, he beats with a phone. If you want to win a fight, you got to use a phone. <laughs> <laughs> Was it believable to anybody else? I oh, mean, yeah. I'm no. glad that they called him out on it prior to that and said, like, have you ever won a fight mm-hmm. you've been in? And uh, I felt like this was a team effort, though. It very much was. Yes. I yes. mean, first you had to have Robin come in with the discombobulation, you know, saying those Russian words that she learned <laughs> to just confuse the Silver soldier. Silver cat. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then he just kind of comes in and just starts wailing on him and uses whatever equipment. It's a very Jackie Chan move. You know, you got to use your environment. Yes, it's true. To, uh, you know, your advantage. So from there, yeah, it beats the, the Russian soldier and then they see what's going on and uh, what is going on? They're trying to blast a hole through the wall, I guess. Through the opening? Yeah. yeah like, to... Are they on the other side of it? Like from mm-hmm. Hawkins Labs? Is that what it is? I it's, it's... I don't know. I, I still feel like, yeah, like, like this is some kind of... Because, sub- I mean, the lo- the tunnel's long. Very long. Like, they're walking forever. Mm-hmm. Like, it that just doesn't even seem like a like good planning on the Russian parts. No. It's like, how, when and how did they do these kinds of tunnels? It reminded me of the... Like, what the hell kind of crazy infrastructure that they used for this is like in the movie Us. Yes. Where you have like that giant underground facility. Like, why? Makes How? absolutely no sense, right? When was this put yeah. in here? How could you put this in here without being noticed? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
also with the when they when he throws the vial underneath the closing door to stop it like one i don't think that they could have stopped the door but i was expecting a uh indiana jones reference there like going back for mm-hmm. something it didn't happen his scoops ahoy hat yeah scoops ahoy hat. Hat. that would have been perfect no um, the hair you can't grab the hat the hair that's yeah that's right you can't uh was it, that money maker so uh okay so Anything with those kids? Any that part of the show that anybody wants to go over? I did like that once again. As soon as like was it Robin? As soon as she was like, "Why would Russians come to Hawkins?" And both Steve and Justin were like, oh. "Do you think it has to do with?" That? Oh no, <laughs> it's gotta be it's that. Definitely, what's gotta be? Yeah, like it was. And this was the episode of it where like everybody was like, "Oh, it's that." It's oh yeah, that now, yeah. Everything's isn't it? connected for yeah. Some so oh does does. Do you think they're using that green acid for to 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 dig into the to the wall? It powers the machine. Yeah, it looks oh, like it powers some kind of yeah, power it powers it. Yeah, oh, okay. it could be some kind of battery because it was you know yeah, batteries are acid. corrosive. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay, so then we saw Will or not Will, but Jonathan and Nancy kind of meet back up so that they can mm-hmm. meet up with the other kids. The other set of five kids yeah five kids to then investigate mrs driscoll in the hospital um i kind of thought it was weird that this is where uh jake Busey showed back up like i don't know i I feel like that that character didn't need to be played by jake Busey. not that i'm holding jake Busey up in such high esteem (laughs) but it's like his role earlier just to be a dick to, Mm -hmm. to nancy and then now it's so that he can get killed well, well, this way you don't feel bad about it. Yeah, you don't feel bad about it. And I think it was also to show that there's a lot more people people that have been taken like over. Like all the people that are connected to this are probably now also mm. flayed. Okay. Kind of thing. Yeah. I, 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 that's what I took it as was like, oh, look, now this guy's flayed. Good thing you don't care about him. I also know that I've never, I haven't been in a lot of hospitals in my time, but why is it movies and TV shows always have at least one floor that's being worked on and nobody else is ever on that floor? Like every hospital <laughs> I've ever be been fair, on. I've been in our own hospital where yeah. a floor was being worked on and it was the creepiest thing I've never I've walked through. Say, I lived right next to the hospital. Mm-hmm. It's always under fucking construction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but every time I saw that it was under construction, they were still pe- putting people in those rooms. Other thing, other yeah. parts. They still they still take off one whole section of it because they're like, we're gonna switch to LED lights now. Yeah, and wasn't there people that were like killed in that like under construction area too? Wasn't in the there, show like, or in real in life? In the show. Oh, yeah, not in real life. No, I thought you were talking about in our hospital. I was yeah. like, yeah. Oh, we're killed in our hospital. No, but I <laughs> that'd be why it was so abandoned. Taped off and ba- oh, I don't remember hearing about that, but that that could have been it. Oh, maybe I don't remember watching. I think that I part. feel like I saw some dead bodies on the floor. Did anybody else remember that? Well, I don't. I don't remember this. I, was I, I did rewatch it after. like this very morning. Oh. So. Okay. I remember there being like bad things that happened in there, but those were all related to Meat Monster. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Uh, yeah. That, that's what I was just gonna say is that I don't. I've never seen just a whole floor that that's been a, that's abandoned and no one's. I mean, if they're working on it, then people should have been in there working on it, but no one's even in there working. Well, it was at night. Yeah. You know, they all went home for the day. Was it at night? I thought it was during the day. I thought they came back in the... She, she wakes up Jonathan in the morning. Yeah, but when they all come what, back, what it's if, nighttime. What if the hospital isn't actually under construction, it's fake construction, and it's all because Wesley is corrupt? Wesley? Wes? Yeah. No, the, the mayor. mayor. The mayor. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, that's a thing that He's could happen. Just siphoning funds from the hospital. <clears throat> so, 100%. did they? Did the the meat monsters? Uh, did they absorb Mrs. Driscoll back up, or yes. did they? Okay, they did. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then, because that's when Tom is that the the name of the the guy who's the head of the newspaper. Tom I think so, yeah. shows up and he's all covered in blood and he starts to attack Jonathan and Nancy. Oh, what I might have I might have events out of order here because uh, like I didn't rewatch the episode this morning, mm-hmm. but Mister Skull does get absorbed into. Oh, so that's what you're talking about later. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know if that's in this episode or at some other point in time, but she you you, no. you see her. Yeah, we didn't see we didn't see it happen in this episode. Okay. So that's what I just didn't know if it was something they showed off screen or they did off screen or not. But uh, yeah, so he's there to greet the kids because they he's like, we knew that you're probably going to come back here. Uh, that's when him and Jake Busey's character chase them around on the abandoned floor. They didn't we didn't find out. I don't know if this is new information, but it seemed new information to me that if you hurt one of them badly enough, it hurts all of them or at least anyone that's in direct pr- proximity because she pounds Jake F- Busey in the face with a with a fire extinguisher and it hurts Tom as mm-hmm. Jonathan is fighting him. Yeah. Uh, then he Jonathan stabs Tom in the throat with the scissors and that also helps to kill Jake Busey. Mm-hmm. But then they don't really die. Their bodies just stop and then they eventually come together as a giant big piece of meat monster. Yay. <laughs> uh, they they come to find out that the, the stuff that happened with Mrs. Driscoll was at the exact same time that was happening with Billy in the sauna. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I guess that's another thing of, hey, when one person feels it, the others feel it too. Yeah. My eternal my thing for each, like my theory for each season like I'm, I'm glad because this, this is like the first time I've ever been right about anything like this ever. Okay. Um, was that in the first season they sent a bunch of they they sent the demogorgon over there one demogorgon, because it was like a human. Second season changed tactics, uh, with a bunch of tiny little dumb things, and then this season is like, like, like one one thing is like I'll do this shit myself, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so the mind flayer is the Thanos of the Stranger Things universe. It's entirely possible. So it's it's like it it it's they they he didn't do well with the sending in the one thing. Didn't do well with sending in a bunch of dogs. This time we're just gonna possess a bunch of people and take over mm-hmm. their world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I, I want to. Uh, have you seen ahead? Yeah, he watched the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, he watched the whole but, thing. Yeah, but this this was my theory. I said this theory even when we watched the last season of Stranger Things uh-huh. for that stuff. Uh-huh. Like that that was a theory even then. Okay. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> this, what? No, this is 100%. Or do you not know about my theory or that this was a thing that I said back I never then? heard you say that theory before. You motherfucker. I said it like 80,000 times. <laughs> wow. I believe him. Yeah. Why would you believe him? Yeah. There, there, something shifty we're we're about on it. audio for these things. I have nothing to gain. <laughs> this is true. He's on audio for these things. I don't know. They, we need to replay the records. Okay. Oh, you no. go back and replay the records. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so that's pretty much happened with those kids. The uh, Eleven and Mike might be getting back together because she extended the olive branch by making the vending <laughs> machine work. <laughs> getting the yeah, getting snacks for everybody. Will oh. is still just kind of the fifth wheel. Just like, oh, man. I thought you were broken up. <laughs> He uh he's feeling things happening as things are happening nearby. Like mm-hmm. I kind of feel like 
if you're getting chased by those meat monsters, you want to try and get to 11 as as quickly as possible. Is is that just Fair. me? I feel like that's what it's going to be leading to. Yeah. You kind of need you need the the heavy gun yeah. to come in and just beat on the thing. Uh to then, beat the meat to beat the meat. Uh then nice. the other part is 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 just Hopper, Joyce and now newly acquired Alexi or Smirnoff. <laughs> I mean that's not a reference to the drink, right? Or I'm pretty sure that's just their way of saying something Russian to like him. Like Yakov Smirnoff, yeah, like the comedian? Because that would, would have that's, been, a, that's he would have been popular at that time. Or the vodka. Yeah. Was the vodka. the vodka already around? Yeah, yeah. it should have been. Okay. Smirnoff, I sure. want to say it's an older. I don't, I don't know. I can look. Okay. Yes. When, when Smirnoff came about. <laughs> um, where were they when they found them? When they found Alexi and the they, other guy? They were looking at all the different properties that were in the vault mm-hmm. of uh, Mayor Wesley. Since the 1800s. Oh, so. there you go. Smirnoff yeah, is a thing. Smirnoff's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so th- I guess to all the different properties they went to to see why why, uh, why were these specific deeds in, in that locker, um, they found nothing. And then when they get to the very last one, that's when they say, oh, there's something here. And they discover that there's an underground lab. Or some kind of underground maintenance in this one particular house. Mm. So in there we see, like, I think there was an armed guard and Alexi, the scientist. They then also get followed there by the Terminator. Uh Who, um, I'm not sure if he was just there on routine or if he was already contacted by Mayor Wesley and told of the situation. I didn't quite catch that. But yeah, so then all hell breaks loose. There's a shootout. And they escape uh, Hopper and Joyce. And she's still obsessed with her damn magnets. She really is. Like, like she's, there's a language barrier between her and Alexi. And she's, and she's still, still just still like, on magnets. The magnets. <laughs> the magnets. Which I, I think it's probably that she's trying to get it to not be about the upside down. Right. I think that's what she's searching she for. She's searching for that her kid is not in danger right uh, now. Okay. I think that's why she's so obsessive about it. It's also it. her way of exerting control over something she has no control yeah, over. Yeah, definitely. I think it's really that situation of her obsessiveness over the magnet. <laughs> uh, Alexi, I think someone said last time we recorded that we've seen him before in the show? Yeah. In the season? He was in the first episode yeah. in that cold open. Okay, the cold open that's over in Russia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He was, he was uh, the scientist that got put in charge, right? Yeah, because yeah. they, they strangled the one that failed, the, the, the Russian Terminator soldier guy, mm-hmm. strangled this dude. And then the other guy that was still left behind says, you have one year. And that's... that. I, I'm, this I'm is like, one year later. I'm 100% sure that that's the same guy. Okay, so what is it that... Is he... Is he... Is he a good guy, a bad guy, or just a scientist? I think he's... I, a, scientist guy that yes, is tasked with some really shitty work because okay. i mean obviously the terminator dude is, is a bad guy like yeah. he's just very yeah. much bad guy yeah but the, i mean this scientist guy just happens to be a scientist guy that works for the russians yeah so, so not he's necessarily not a bad guy. bad guy he's just working for the russians <laughs> right. as you have to do when as a member of the Soviet union <laughs> like, he's like the galen no Urso from rogue one yeah there you go yeah, he's just yeah. commissioned by the the bad guys, but he just wants to, you know, provide for his family and drink some Slurpees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anything in particular that that strikes you about this character? Um, 
His hair is very curly. His hair is very curly. He's just, correct. He's he just a pasty, pudgy dude. Slurpees enough to put it in his hand and eat it off of his hands, which is just horribly sticky. Yeah. Horribly sticky. So you really have to like Slurpees to do that. There you go. So so Stephen's gonna do Magnum PI Hopper this year. I think uh, John should do Alexi. I was gonna be Steve. Are you gonna be Steve? Yeah. You need, oh, you okay. need to get a wig. You gotta get I, a wig. I'd have to get a wig. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I mean, but if if I'll that just fails, Dustin for you. If there's someone, <laughs> <laughs> ooh, now we need With a Robin. Beard. We need a Robin I mean, honestly, to round it out. Um, you you could be Hopper. Uh, so uh, I forget the actor's name, but him as his new Alexi with your beard. Uh, what was what are you talking uh, about? Him as the Alexi from the Black Widow movie. Oh, oh is his name also Alexi? Yeah, that's that's what we just talked about. Did we just say that? Uh, my bad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. His his character in the new Black Widow movie is Alexi. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah I could be that Hopper. <laughs> uh, what were you saying, John? Uh, is this still about costumes? I think so. I, okay. I already lost it. <laughs> it it's not, then it's not important. Uh, we get to meet up with Brett Gilman's character again, the reporter from the oh, no reporter lawyer, journalist, oh, journalist yes. from the first for the second season that Nancy and Jonathan went yeah. to. Uh, he knows how to speak Russian, so that whole language <laughs> barrier is going to be gone here in a second. But I would not have expected him to be such a uh, gung ho, defeat the red kind of person character, like in the thing. He, like it should be all he, about the truth. If he's a journalist, yeah. yeah. But he should be more about the truth than it is just like get this mm. commie out of here. Okay, no, he, but he's Russians are conspiracy, anti journalism. Like just everything True. he'd be against. Is Russia obviously they have him handcuffed it's not like he's he's gonna come in and start infecting them with the communism well he's also extremely paranoid yeah he is yeah, he's paranoid. Paranoid. there you go uh, his thing. little device was awesome that there's anything that he can be against that's like a secret thing oh, yeah. <laughs> nope so uh, where does it break out like how does the story break open from here do you do people who haven't watched the rest of the season suspect well, I'm sure that Gelman's finally gonna talk to Alexi to give us some more info. Do we find out about the, the the magnets for Joyce? Yes, <laughs> Joyce will finally understand what's wrong with her magnets. Okay, and um, hopefully, we also, as the audience, get to learn some things. But also, I don't know. Like, I'm concerned about what the meat monster has in store for us. Okay, that thing uh, looked pretty gnarly. Um, it was kind of like. A combination of the Demogorgon and the Mind Flayer, mm-hmm. I noticed. Because mm. it has that spindly, tentacly body, but it still has like the multi-toothy mouth mm. thing going on. And it's like, what is it doing? What does it want? Does it want to take over? Is it a multi-dimensional traveler that just goes to different like dimensions and eats everything and then just waits for the opportunity to move on to another dimension? Because that's pretty awesome. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. It's very Ghostbuster-y. Very. Jessica? I think we're going to get a lot of more like we're in over our heads now kind of thing. Oh, okay. I feel like, I mean, now that the meat monsters are getting like bigger and they're forming together, I think it's definitely going to be a moment where the kids are like, we can't do this on our own kind of thing. That was one thing I did like about... I I think, uh, what is it? Mike is sort of, I think, saying that too. Like, we can't just defeat Billy. We have to defeat the entire mind flight. Like, how are we going to do that? I did like how at the beginning of this episode they had... Uh, 11 looking for hopper yeah they're like yeah we need the adults yeah i think i mentioned that before too was like why wouldn't you after going through this 
why wouldn't that be your first thing is like we need to get the whole gang together and then I, yeah i was happy to see that Elle was like looking i was like oh okay she's trying to and like oh she can't really do anything about it he's going <laughs> to illinois illinois, illinois. in illinois They're that's so far away illinois? they said illinois i don't know what <laughs> illinois is <laughs> Because the I, poor kid just is trapped inside of a cabin all day, every day. She doesn't get to do anything. I'm like, what's in Illinois? Steven. At, uh, at this point in time, my whole theory was that the meat monster is the Thessal Hydra. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And 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 are you excited that, for what we're going to find out in the next few episodes? Oh, hell yeah. It was a fantastic part. It was a great season. Okay. Um, But, but no, the, the, the idea that it was the Thessal Hydra was the thing... In, in my theory, that it's like, no, nah, I'm going to go do that shit. My fuck itself. Because the shape of it looks like the Thessal Hydra that we saw in previous seasons. seasons. Yeah. Okay. At the end of season one. Mm-hmm. So then this, the meat monster is not the Mind Flayer? Well, so that, that's that's the thing. I don't know. Because they, they weren't the ones that called it the Thessal Hydra all the time. That was like message boards and stuff. Hmm. But that was because they were fighting the Thessal Hydra in, the, in their D&D game, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, but John believes any fan theory he reads on the internet. But Stephen fucking says a fan theory. He's a liar. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not on the internet right now. I mean, I'm technically, hype it out on a blog. <laughs> it has to be in written format. Copyrighted. I just, I, I'm looking forward to the moment when all sides come together in one, and then we fight, face things together, because that's how I like it. Fight so together. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. I hope he has like an extra. I'm referring to Steve. I hope that he gives Dustin his very own nail bat. <laughs> just like here you go, son. <laughs> yes. It'll be like a smaller one. Mm, like the so, ones you get at uh, baseball games yeah, when they those, give them out for free. The souvenir one. <laughs> yeah. Souvenir one. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, I, is there anything else anybody wants to bring up about the episode? No. All right. Uh, John, where can people find you on the internet? I am at Magic Bollocks. And Jess? JM Bailey writes on Twitter. Steven? You can find me across all social media platforms as either Peppermint Gentleman or Peppermint Gent. You can find me on Twitter at, at Mitchipedia GEM. We'd all love to hear your theories. and Or if you've already watched it, don't spoil it for us, but you can come talk to us about it and see where we're at. Except for Steven. Steven's already watched it all. So uh, the rest of Geek Leap Media is at Geek Leap Media on Twitter, at Geek Leap Media on Instagram, Facebook.com forward slash Geek Leap Media is our Facebook page, and GeekLeapMedia.com is our website. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Leap Media Network. But until next time, this is the Geeks Watch on the Geekly Media Network saying, always remember to geek, geek out. out. This concludes our broadcast. Ben, why should anybody listen to Blockbuster Mentality? I mean, seriously, why should any of these people that we've interrupted while they're listening to their favorite podcast check us out or even turn off this show and go straight to our show? That's a great question, Dave. People should listen to us because we point out the most important details of movies and television. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the really important stuff like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in Star Wars. What exactly are their living quarters underground? But it's not just that, Ben. We 
produce high quality audio. That is exactly right, Dave, because we will have my daughter interrupt us on every single episode. <laughs> and we have an amazing stars in popcorn rating system we measure on quality and entertainment value. Listen to Blockbuster Mentality every Monday on all major podcast platforms and connect with us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. So grab some popcorn, grab some snacks, we'll catch you guys at the movies. <laughs>